What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's youngin' up in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been so much easier for me with just putting it on there instead of all the post production. See really cool. I do need you to speak into the microphone. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're actually, we're going into this one pretty just like directly without me telling you guys any any tips about the recording. You've been here a couple of times before, yeah. though, Naomi, and it, I'll, I'll introduce you in just a second. Let okay. me get all of the heavy lifting <laughs> out of the way, yes. make sure that I'm on point with it. But yeah, welcome back to the Mega Late Show. Greetings, beautiful people of the world. I am Robinson Mega, the host and producer of this podcast. And uh, this is episode number 138 of wow. the Mega Late Show. Wow. We've actually got over 200 episodes. We just didn't number a lot of them, like <laughs> fucking maniacs or whatever. When you started? Um, it's been about four years ago now. Me and Lay wow, started about four awesome. years ago. Yeah, we just don't, we, for like the first two years, three years kind of, we didn't really promote the podcast. It grew by all kind of word of mouth. Only last year did I start making like Instagram posts and, <laughs> and only like last year, like four months ago, I finally like updated the, the Facebook page a little bit. So, I mean, yeah, we're not growing that crazy, but we've got a substantial, oh, not substantial. We've got a consistent number of people who listen to our podcast every month. So I want to say thank you and shout out to all 1600 of you or 1600 of Let's you know what I mean? it's okay it's, it's a yeah. niche podcast tokyo hip-hop art and culture and um yeah over the last year or so or more than that i've tried to focus more on just anything within the community even if it's not like i don't know like shit that i like before i used to be kind of picky like yo this person raps but i don't you know, you know what i mean but <laughs> The, over the last year, we had a lot of really dope guests. I want you guys to go check out the last episode that we had with Yeska, who, if you live in Tokyo, you've seen his sticker bombs up, but you've probably also seen his pieces running on a Yamanote line. He's a prolific graph writer, him and Remixer. Remixer is world-famous, notorious, bombing. Both of them writing graffiti for over 50 years and just fucking infamous. So, uh, yeah, go check it out, man. They got really interesting perspective on uh, living here, writing graffiti, if you're into that. But listen to this, too. Yeah, the musical bed for this episode is brought to you by my man, Il Sugi, who is also just super dope. Been on the podcast before, you know what I mean? He is a beat maker. He also... Uh, runs the slow lights event that's been going on for years out of uh what is the name heavy six zero in nakano um just really one of the main places where all the beat makers congregate and play their dope joints and he just dropped a new album with the label called busted out of los angeles it's called um god what is the name of it i'm crazy for not getting more prepared uh hey haze wave let me just pull it up while i'm yeah war pays i should edit that but i'm just gonna keep it in yeah <laughs> War pays, man, and it and it's with Cole Busted, who we've you guys heard me talk about them before. They release a lot of really dope cats. Lynn Morris had stuff come out from there. Um, Pigeon Dust had his album come out from there last year. Uh, member of the podcast, D. Dollinger had his album come out there. Um, Exquisite Spirit. So just a really interesting and dope hub for dope hip hop shit, man. So yeah, Mega Late Show, and um, I've got one of my favorite people here with me today joining me as a co-host again today 
She is a person who is a founder of Japan for Black Lives, the nonprofit organization bringing awareness to the kind of uh, political environment and social conditions that black people face in Japan and trying to raise awareness amongst Japanese people to those problems. Also, she has this really super dope space shuttle type of car <laughs> that I got to ride in a couple weeks ago. I, I didn't even know they made cars like that. It's like a space shuttle on the inside. You've been <laughs> keeping secret. I didn't know. I got a ride from <laughs> her. <laughs> I got a ride from her after Shalise's event a couple months back. Yeah. And inside, I didn't know. I was like, yo, does it cover? Like, what? what? I haven't been in a car in like 10 years with like a new car i've been in taxis that don't count you, you, you know what i mean so excited i was i was like a little kid like <laughs> yeah. yo like are, is it like <laughs> what kind of car is it okay it's a volvo yeah, yeah. that shit is so yeah, tight yeah. like the whole roof is like a sunroof type of man i had a really really I was like a little kid though. I was like, oh my God. It's like, can you just drive around the block slowly one more time before you <laughs> drop me off? If you I'm ever want to. I'm glad you enjoyed Yeah, really Let's dope. Do it again. Yeah, but um, Naomi Kawahara, you're also um, one of the, I don't know, are you still an organizer for Speakeasy TYO? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'm Naomi. Hello. Peace. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a founder of Pop5 Tokyo and Japan for Black Lives and Speakeasy TYO. That's right. Yeah. She wanted a lot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she, you really are doing amazing things with all, all three of those endeavors. Thank you. Um, looking, we're going to talk more about Speakeasy because that's kind of where uh, our, we met with our guests. Yep. And um, also, she's, she's a, a part of the, the squad now. Uh, and as, as our listeners would know, late was also a part of the squad. Now, uh, you know, I, f I was thinking to myself, like, why haven't I had just you on the podcast by yourself? Because I, I really haven't had a, a chance to pick your brain about mm. Fab Five Tokyo before we introduce our well, let's just say her name. All right, Katie. That way she, she, could, so she could jump in and talk instead of just being like, who is this mysterious voice in the background? But yeah, Katie, who is our guest, we're going to tell you all about kind of what she does and how she does it and why and things of that nature. But can you tell me a little bit more about Fab Five Tokyo and what you're doing with that? Um, Fab Five Tokyo is... Uh, um, so basically, I'm a web designer and... Uh, actually, I do a lot of things, so... I can't explain about what I'm doing okay. always. This is so difficult for me. But I'm a designer, art director, web, web designer, art director, and a marketer. Okay. Sometimes making the strategy for social media. Mm. Yeah, so you're clients. a person that could help me out then. Yeah. Can you design a, t uh, a website for me? Sure. Not for the Mega Late Show, but for a larger endeavor in which I plan on distributing myself to people. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just something yeah. dope. You know what I mean? Sure I got thing. I got ideas that are spinning around Good. all the time. But yeah, I would I would actually I need to communicate with you about that if you do if if you have the time. Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, oh, but of course people will have the information, the show notes, and also go back and check out the variety of episodes that she's been on. Uh, recently, we had uh, Ryoko on mm. talking about her um translation work or interpretation work yeah. and in music uh, industry right and then also a few months back you and uh brooklyn terry came by to talk about yeah this is nonprofit. my third time being here fourth <laughs> fourth 
You were uh, here yeah, for Marley Mall when yeah. Marley Mall was in here too. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, was a. I forgot that. Yeah. That was actually I should have used that drop instead <laughs> of the joint, right? Marley Mall. Whoa. That was a big moment for me. This is like this guy is like created sampling type. You know what I mean? Hip hop, yeah. and he was just I in was my house. I was kind of nervous at that time and just quiet, being quiet. <laughs> you know, you know what helped me kind of be um, more relaxed is Terry. Yeah. Because because Terry to me is also this like. You know, amazing figure within the culture. He's one of those underground giants, yeah. like like Remixer, like the Graph Rider I was talking about. But he was so in awe of mm -hmm. Marley Mall too that I was like, oh, I'm allowed to geek out, right? Because this is <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah. Like, if geek he can out. do it, then I could geek out yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So Terry made me feel really more comfortable. But thank you for for joining on that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, today we're gonna have a conversation with Katie. I feel like there should be like another name, like Katie Entertainer or Katie something something. Like, how should I introduce? Can you can you introduce yourself for me? I usually just go by Katie. Um, for some reason, for some reason, people remember me by Entertainer just because my Instagram was that way. That's what I call um, you. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. I call you Katie Entertainer. Katie, Katie Entertainer. Yeah, I mean, I'm. This is probably what's gonna happen. This Katie Entertainer is gonna become a thing, and it's just gonna. I'm just gonna let it let it happen on its own but for now i go by katie um i don't respond to entertainer okay I don't, <laughs> at right. least not yet at least not yet sure. um i am a dancer i'm 26 um i'm half japanese half black um aomori and la hey um what else is there just to just to get things going well, social I mean, you media. social you, media. Okay. Well, I, I think I think some of our listeners, especially people in Tokyo that, that don't know you, they mm -hmm. may have seen you in a variety of different things about Japan. Uh, the Black Experience Japan. Oh, yeah, you, had Japan. A, you had a you had an episode, a segment with them, would it be called? Um, that was wildly popular. Yeah. You were also involved uh, in the uh, in the Japanese version of the um, Jay-Z and Pharrell Williams. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Entrepreneur. What was it? Yeah, the entrepreneur, entrepreneur video, right? Video. You were you were in that as What's well. What's funny is that the person that was doing that video is a cousin of mine. It's your cousin? Oh, that's wow. how you got in? No, not a cousin. <laughs> uncle, uncle. Oh, uncle. Uncle okay. <laughs> It was hilarious. Okay. He's like, are you in Tokyo? Do you want to do a video? And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I didn't Wait, know what it was for. you were on the video? Yeah, yeah, I was in the video just for well, a little bit. Well, I, I mean, there's the, there's the there's the one version where we had David and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Soul Food House. I watched And that. then also um, Arthel from uh, Dart ah, Studio. But but there's a Japanese mm -hmm. version that was done by your uncle. Yeah, Uncle Daryl. Uncle oh, Daryl. Okay. <laughs> and it's all, it's a bunch more of the Japanese mm -hmm. kind of b uh, black people within the Japanese uh, creative and, mm -hmm. and entrepreneurial uh, kind of Cool. Why community. didn't I know? It, it I didn't was, know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of people that you know are probably in there. Like yeah. the, okay. the homie Tracy Jones mm -hmm. was in mm -hmm. that as well, the writer. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it was so, okay. yeah, dope. Uh, people should dope. check that out. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That was actually, I didn't realize what it was for. I didn't think it was that big. I was like, yeah, I'll do a video. Let's go. <laughs> and that, that was it. That was all that happened. And then it just oh. became something more. I've actually done so many things I didn't realize was something that was really big just because it sounded fun. So <laughs> that's a good way to get yourself yeah. into that. I don't know. <laughs> just, oh, that sounds cool. Let me do it. That's actually like a great way. It's like, well, it's also a good way to get yourself in trouble. It's like everything is fun. It's like, oh, yeah, let's rob this car. Let's uh, well, go I mean, joyriding. I don't think that's really that fun because, yeah. you know, I'm I mean, not ready to take I made mistakes <laughs> when I was a kid <laughs> for things that sounded fun. 
<laughs> I mean, that's how I got started writing graffiti. It was like, yeah, let's fucking write graffiti. Mm. Sounds like fun. But but you um, am- amongst those two things, you've also um, you're 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 a dancer out here. You're working with Speakeasy now as one of the kind of organizers with Speakeasy. Is that, is that accurate? I'm still learning a lot more so than actually helping them organize and do things yet. Because again, COVID did kind of put a halt on that. Yeah, <laughs> for me, for me, we, <laughs> we had just two times last year. Yeah, I, I right, <laughs> just right. didn't work out. <laughs> and they were kind of like speakeasy light. It wasn't really like a, a yeah. pure speakeasy mm-hmm. experience. I didn't go to either of them because mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, I was like yeah, coronavirus mm-hmm. situation. This but year. Yeah. But I, I, I met hope. you at speakeasy. Exactly. Yeah. Which Everybody here we've met at Speakeasy. Mm. <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's true. That's yeah, true. Literally making friends there. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that is the main place where I make a lot. Can of I just say that that is still the even without parties, like even without them doing without y'all doing parties, it's still the best party in Tokyo. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> ten out of yeah, ten. Yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm hoping that things uh, settle down a bit in regards to the outbreak or the pandemic rather, so we can have some normalcy. I'll feel like Tokyo is normal again when I can go to speakeasy without a mask on mm-hmm. and everybody's there. That, that's when I'm gonna feel like. I think that's gonna be like the major indication. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Once we can have that big party without anybody worrying mm. and wearing a mask and stuff like that, that would be, yeah. That's, just, that's precisely what I'm waiting for. Mm. But you know, in uh, w- when I when I reached out to you to, for you to be on the podcast, I, I wasn't really aware of what you did or actually i didn't even see the black experience japan joint i was just like oh i i saw you kicking it with um you know uh the young god miles uh, Miles. flyer miles (laughs) who's become a good friend of mine and um i saw y'all kicking i was like oh she's dope i met her before she seems cool i wouldn't mind having her on the podcast just to get to know her and and see that she does shit but when I went to your Instagram page, you had like 11,000, 12,000 yeah, followers. I was like, what the so. fuck? I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, uh, what is it that you're doing? I scrolled and I was like, she's not promoting nothing. I don't <laughs> see. It's just what like, am I doing? I, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's not It's not like, you know, there's a lot of people who like their talent is is like posting on Instagram. And mm-hmm. that's what you go to their page for. It's like, oh, look at this person's body or look at this person's face. You know, and it's like with you, it was none of those kind of like thirst trap type of things or or fishing for likes. It was just like, yo, she I don't I still didn't really know what the hell you were doing. But how did you get so many? (laughs) How how did you get so many? I okay. one thing, possibly theory. It's a theory. So I do have a few interviews on YouTube on different platforms. So like Black Experience Japan was one of the interviews that um that I got to be a part of. And a different one, her name is Anming. She has a YouTube channel. She does, um, I guess, mostly, she speaks Chinese, Japanese, and English. Wow. So her, I think most of her fan base is um, from China and America. Not so much Japan yet or something like mm. that. But um, she, I met her in Harajuku, just on the street. And then we What is she just like, yo, you look like a dope person. So Your hair is better than mine. <laughs> I wish that'd be hilarious. But I, I think, think that's kind of low key why I wanted to talk to you. I was like, yo, <laughs> your hair, hair is Everybody better than mine. The hair. Yes. Yeah, that's how I felt about Miles too. Like, yo, <laughs> hair is better than mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm happy about that. <laughs> I'll tell you secrets. Don't worry. Um, but I was in Harajuku. If you guys know of Tokyo Fashion on Instagram, they um, promote a bunch of, um, I guess, 
street fashion that's in Harajuku mm-hmm. in Tokyo. Um, and then that's I met them. Well, I've been I guess friends with them for a little bit, and so I went to go say hi to them because they're always there and they're just super cool people to talk to and just mm-hmm. hang out with. Um, and she showed up. I guess she was interviewing two people that usually go and hang out with Tokyo Fashion, mm-hmm. and then that's where we all met. And she talked, we talked, and we had a good time. And then she just invited me, "Hey, do you want to do an interview? Because I think your story is a bit interesting, being half black and Japanese, and living in Japan." I was like, "All right, cool. That's fine. I mean, if you're paying for food, I'm not gonna say no." <laughs> <laughs> is is yeah, that yeah. the one uh, in? Asakusa? Yeah, that's the ah. one in Asakusa. I wore a uh, Superior shirt. I watched that, yeah. Miles. Um, Shout out to the Superiors. Yes. Go check that out. Please do. Space Time Fabrics. Yes. <laughs> so but getting getting interviewed by a very famous YouTuber is a key. I think so. Mm. I think that's what it was. But the thing I is, we didn't expect that because <laughs> she made it two-part videos, right? And then our first video was pretty, I guess, to her, pretty normal, like regular, I want to say 150K or something like that in the mm. first two weeks i guess that's like her normal ish i have no idea i don't know what her normal is but the second video is what took off that went i think that hit one million in three months for some reason even my friends and friends of friends in the states were like is this you (laughs) they literally sent me a picture be like is this you like what are you doing on my like trending (laughs) wow i guess that's how it happens sometimes right yeah i just i didn't realize Mm. you just never know (laughs) you really don't I mean, at least you blew up for, like, the right thing. Yeah, I'm not know. trying to... That's what I at least try to make sure. I do my best to do the right thing, kind of. Mm. Like, not just because I want to. If this is going to harm anybody in any other way, then why would I do it? Mm. Is that's, that's my mindset for most of the things that I do. I like to think that I do that, too, but a lot of times I'm <laughs> reckless. It's like, yo... <laughs> The right thing to do here is to be mad at this person. Yeah, but I feel like kind of like your generation is a lot more mindful of that at an early age than than mine was, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Let's let's go back. Like, so you your your experience, right? You are you were born in Japan. Yes. And your father is uh, a black man from Los Angeles. Your mother is a Japanese woman from Aomori. She is from Yamagata. Yamagata. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and so, how, how did that? How did that cre- thing happen? Is it it's a military connection? Yeah, military. So okay. my dad was in the military. He came to Japan, and then that's where my dad and mom met. And then I was born, my sister was born, and then we just kind of traveled back and forth from the States to Japan. Okay. So, like, the beginning half of my life was in, was in uh, like, military bases and stuff like that. And then... Here in Japan? Yes. In, okay. Well, not just Japan. Okay. In the States as well. Like, I've been to Alaska was something that I do. Wow. I remember. Yo, that was a lot of fun, though. It was really pretty. <laughs> That's one of the places I, would, I want to go to. Like, a top five place that I want to go to. Be prepared. That's all I have to say. <laughs> no, I, saw, I, saw, um, I saw a movie. I saw Insomnia, which mm. is a Christopher Nolan yeah, movie yeah, yeah. with, um, uh, what's his face? Um. Jack, uh, no, no, no. Robin Williams. No, it's uh, it's Al Pacino. Right. And so the cinematography on it, it was so beautiful. I was like, I don't even care that there's nothing there but nature. But I just want to be in the midst of that. So, yeah, Alaska's dope. It was really, really nice. I think it was a really good childhood experience for me because we literally I think it wasn't every weekend, but every other weekend we would go camping with our neighbors. Like, just get a camping car and stuff like that and just go camping. Like, what part, ATVs. what part of Alaska? Uh, I was in Anchorage. Okay. See, so I'm asking, like, I'm going to know exactly <laughs> what that's at. I, I, <laughs> I know the name. I know the name. I have no idea. It's one of the bigger cities, I think. Like, I think it is, yeah. like, the, it's the I capital. Think it's the, yeah, the yeah, biggest. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, that's really dope. How much time did you spend in, did you, did you live in Japan as, as a, as a child? How much time did you spend here growing up? In Japan. So in Aomori, I think I stayed in Aomori for about four years and then we moved to Okinawa and then my sister was born when I was like five. Wow. I didn't (laughs) know that. I was in Okinawa. My sister was born in Okinawa. So it's funny is that I was born in the northern part of Japan. My sister was born at the very bottom. (laughs) Yeah. So I was a winter baby. She was a summer baby type of thing. And... So I you don't remember. Well. Yeah, for about three, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's usually around three, four years, and then we keep moving back yeah, right, yeah, to yeah, different yeah. places. Yeah. I'm also a military kid, so I bounce around a lot. I just had, I was fortunate enough that like we got the same duty station mm-hmm. for like six years to, you know, so I spent True. some time in places. But That's what happened when we came back to um, Aomori after Alaska. I was in fourth grade when I came back, and then True. we just stayed here. So your first language is English then? I have no idea. I did both. Uh, <laughs> I really don't But you know. went to like English schools as a kid? I went to a Japanese preschool mm. and then I went to elementary and like the first half of middle school and on base. So the English school. And then after that, I decided like if I'm going to be living in Japan, I should probably learn how to speak and read yeah, <laughs> the yeah. language. Mm. So... You know, just hop on over and switch on over. I did not think I was going to have to struggle that much when I switched mm-hmm. to Japanese middle school. Word. But um, it's, it's supposed to be a very difficult. Um, uh, the disparity uh, disparity is not the word, but between the two languages, it's a very uh, difficult learning curve between them, like more so than like Spanish and Japanese or, you know, another language in Japanese. It's like. Because of the structure of the language, it's, yeah, it's completely really difficult, different. right? Yeah. It's yeah. the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm fascinated by people who can speak both languages um, fluently. It's I like, was fortunate uh, enough that genius. my mom and dad didn't back down from their own, like original language. Because my dad would speak English and my mom would speak Japanese. Neither of them would back down, so I would just mm. Mm. That's what do I'm doing both. with my daughter. <laughs> you hear I speak to her. I don't even speak. So she talks to people. My daughter talks to people not with like proper English. She'd be like, yo, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> not who is I that? Who's so this? Cute. Word. It, She's yeah, adorable. So. She's yeah, so man. How, how, long, how long have you been living uh, in Japan now? Japan like this stay? in Tokyo. Or in Tokyo. Or I feel like I'm jumping up. Um, so you moved around a lot. You can't. Eventually, you're back here in Japan, yes. and you're living your life as an adult. When did this kind of happen? So I've been in Japan total. I want to say 15, 16 years. Uh, three, counting this year. Counting this year, it'll be four years in Tokyo. Um, but before that was mostly Aomori. Um, honestly, so the reason why I went to Japanese school, I wanted to go back on this because. Again, I do, if I'm going to be living here for the rest of pop, I don't know, maybe the rest of my life, I don't know. Just do it. Yeah, like my adult years. Tentatively. I was like, I just, just go. But another thing was I did figure skating competitively as well oh, wow. for like six years. And I couldn't compete in a lot of the competitions because I didn't go to a Japanese school or at least a school that was like registered or whatever like that for a lot of the competitions so i was like well that's not fair and if i'm gonna live here and i want to compete it was more i wanted to compete than because i, <laughs> I want to live here it's like i want i'm paying like my parents are paying a lot of money for me to do this and i want to do this so that was one of the main reasons why i went to a japanese school and then me moving to here out here in tokyo was just i'm about 22 years old let's probably <laughs> head out <laughs> <laughs> or 21 years old so let's probably head out 
somewhere. I mean, I'm not trying to leave the country, but you know, I should probably yeah. live on my own. And that was the only reason why I left. Because hmm. I probably should leave my parents' place. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I don't know if I know the names of any other black ice skaters. <laughs> like, it, uh, like figure skating. Like figure you're skating, about, like, yeah, you get a triple axel. I stopped at double axel. Okay. Wow. Because it was I was already in like high school and I was like, it's, this Honestly. is not gonna pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> It's also like a huge commitment to like really reach the highest level, right? You got to kind of be nuts and just You got to have a lot of money one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to have a lot of money one and you... just dedication. That's literally I think that figure skating and then just dance in general was my community outside of school, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't really feel too much pressure from school if any like school relationships like friends and stuff like that weren't that great i didn't care because i had a community outside of that mm -hmm. so when people talk about bullying and stuff like that when that happened if when i transferred and stuff i was like i didn't really bother me because they didn't matter as much as the people outside of that school did my image of figure skating practice is so hard oh and the coach <laughs> is so <Bro>. strict <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, but I'm glad <laughs> I did figure skating when I did it because at that age I was competitive in the way. During that age, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna show you up." Like that was <laughs> me. <laughs> so you gonna tell me I can't do this? Boom! I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it and then do it better and then leave. <laughs> like that oh. was that was the type of person that I was at that time. I had that drive. So that coach the coach was a very strict coach but yeah. she was strict she was that type of coach that'll bully you into your success mm. and then there was the other and the good thing is that they had other coaches too so there was a different coach and he was a more nice nice coach like okay maybe you should work out more like this so it was a nice balance between oh, if, cool. if that guy wasn't there i probably would quit <laughs> <laughs> he's like maybe you should try to fix it this way i know she's saying a lot like but overall it was kind of a pleasant experience for you it was so in skating i didn't learn just how to skate but literally how to respect other people as well they taught more they taught me more than just how to figure skate they taught me how to be respectful and then just be a decent human being mm. i was like dang they taught me so mm. much i didn't realize that until i moved out here because to me, that wasn't normal because it was my everyday life. And then mm. when I come out here, ain't nobody do that. Ain't nobody out here looking out for other people being like, oh, well, they might, like, they're not much as considerate out here because they're so busy with themselves. Like, that that's one word that I really like in J Japanese mm. sometimes. It's like, they don't have enough room to think outside because they're just so, there's so much to do for themselves that they have to focus on that they can't really be thinking about other people out here in tokyo that's just how busy it is but back home everybody was really considerate of other people because they just had they were just in a better mind state i guess mm. i would say like they don't have to focus too much on themselves they got their stuff together everybody else has, has their stuff together and they're just looking out for everybody at the same time so i didn't realize that until i moved right i was like dang i had it really nice up there <laughs> right 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 okay that's really dope when's the last time you went ice skating I really miss minute. it. It's been so long. Is there an ice, ga is there ice skating rink here in, in like Tokyo? There's a lot. Really? Yeah. Yes. And I don't I'm think going I've ever seen one. Soon. Where are they? Uh, there's one in Nopongi, I've heard. Uh, oh, that's uh, only winter kind oh. of thing. Yes, but it isn't. Is is this? Is it, are we still in winter? Is this? It not is winter? still <laughs> winter, <laughs> right? Technically, <laughs> I believe we are I in like, winter. Oh, we're still in winter, right? <laughs> 
so you're good at roller skating as well, right? Yes, I had roller skating. So in the summer, we didn't have ice, so we would um, go to a roller skating place and then practice with our roller skates that were like figure skates. Yeah. So it was made differently. The stops were on the front and not mm-hmm. the back. Mm-hmm. So I asked... Wait, they're roller skates or like roller blades? Roller, well... Roller, roller skates blades, are yeah, for blades. In yes. line, in line. Yeah. Okay. Blades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. let's do the speakeasy roller skates So when again. you guys did it and yeah. I couldn't go, I was so upset. Uh, <laughs> I was so upset. You can be a star. I was like, oh my God, I wanted to go so bad. I didn't make it to that one either. That was at the Tokyo Dome? Wasn't yeah. that at the yeah, Halloween? Yeah, that was yeah. two years ago, Halloween, yeah. right? Yeah, something like that. Dang. Yeah. Uh. I was so upset. I was like, dang, they went roller skating <laughs> and it's Halloween? <laughs> yeah. We invited the this pro skater and jumping and yeah. I wanted to see that huh. so bad. I want you to oh, do that. Tough. I don't yeah. know if I could do that, that on roller skating. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, so how do you get into dancing? You wait, well what style you're a dancer, right? Yes, what I am what a dancer. style of dance do you do? I d- okay, so I call it freestyle because I just can't. I love music too much to keep it to one type of genre, right? If my body feels like it wants to move this way to this song, then that's what's going to happen. Whether you call that hip hop, whether you call that house, it doesn't matter to me because I just like doing what I do with the music. Hmm. So I just call it freestyle. <laughs> I mean, isn't freestyle like a common term too of just like a combination of many different styles of contemporary kind of dance? Sort of. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I don't know. People be. I mean, it's like coming up with a house. It's not the choreography. Yeah, like, it's not. Right. It's not choreographed. Yeah. Okay. How did you get into this? I mean, obviously mm. you like music, so yeah. you're like, let me fucking <laughs> dance. But like, how did? What? what uh, are you teaching, or did you take classes? Not, like. Oh wow! Yeah. So. Every so every time someone asks me when I started dancing, I can't tell them because I don't remember. All since, since I, like all everything since i was a child i've been dancing apparently even when i was like one or two years old like uh, my aunts and cousins were like there's this little kid walking in and she's just dancing so (laughs) since then since then i've been dancing terry was saying the same thing (laughs) (laughs) like since i was a child i don't remember when i started dancing there was no like start to my dance it just happened um, I guess I guess you really don't unless you learn like a specific dance style. Like for me, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to break. You know, break. I'm going to learn how to break." <laughs> learn how to break it's like yeah. I need to do what those cats are doing, and I didn't know the names, but it's like we just jump right in. So that's true, the true. only dancing that I've ever really done. Yeah, and then in Aomori, there weren't a lot of studios to go to, and even even then i was doing figure skating at that time so the only time that i would have to be able like have time to go dance is to find people on the street there was this one spot where everybody would always like be dancing so once i like stopped figure skating i went there and just like hey how do you do that like that <laughs> that, that looks really cool <laughs> like, oh, okay mean? so that's how i learned literally on the streets even in the snow. We was out there in the snow. <laughs> we yeah. was out there in the snow. Like, Ooh, how you do that? Like over there. Or just go to parties and just meet a lot of people there. Kind of copy what I can see and just have a good time. Yeah. That's really it. Most I mean, of you watch time. a music video. You see yeah, a movie. Music, like, you practice like, trying to do yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Copycat. Literally, that's all I did. And the reason why I call my style freestyle is there was a story behind it. The first competition that I ever went to was in high school. And um, there were... We're there talking were about Japan, right? Japan, yes in japan and there were three judges i think there were three just they were all japanese and um this was 
I guess when you sign up for a competition, there was a place where you write down your genre. And me and my friend were like, mm, we really don't know what to call it. And she's like, we'll just call it hip hop because the music that we were using were, was hip hop. Mm-hmm. So we just put down hip hop. And then when we compete, and then when you finish, uh, you go to the judges and then ask for like, you know, advice to what, like what we should work on or if there's anything that, you know, you liked about it or you didn't like about it so we can better ourselves later on, right? Like what we can work on ourselves to better ourselves. The first person we went to was a mistake. Honestly, it wasn't because it made me the person that I am today. But um, when we went to that person, that person, the first thing that he said, oh, you guys aren't hip hop. I said, excuse me. This is a Japanese This is a Japanese dude. I said, excuse me. I said, you know what? Yeah, I ain't even talking to nobody else. That's it. That's final. If I am, I am here to get advice on how to better my dancing. I don't care if you think this is hip hop or not. I don't even think you even know what hip hop is, sir. Mm. But you know, I'm not even going to touch on that. Mm. And personally, that did make me question what is actual hip hop. And that pushed me to go to L.A. for about a month by myself to just go dance and learn Mm. from people that knew hip hop. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Then I go, I come back. And then from then on, because he said I wasn't hip hop, I was like, I am going to because the only thing that he looked at was we listed ourselves as hip hop. You didn't look at our dance. I wanted advice on my dance, not whether you think this is hip hop or not. So for you, in order for you to look at me dancing, I'm gonna call it freestyle. Now you, mm. now you really can't say nothing. Mm. And then I'm gonna do better than whatever you could have done in your past competitions or whatever. Like that was me. I was like, all right, fine. I'm gonna go to LA. Yeah. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna drop, <laughs> drop all them skills. And then boom, I'm gonna go right straight to you and be like, hey. So I learned what hip hop was. Um, you could do the same if you want. You know that <laughs> that question is like contentious between so many people. I was just having a conversation with. A cat. There's a hip hop cat, and and you know, trying to find that common ground of what is and what isn't hip hop is super. It's hard yeah. to pin down. It's hard to pin down. And in fact, that book that you're reading about essentialism is kind of touches on that very idea of like what is the inherent nature of something. Like what is that mm-hmm. kind of um, ontology of hip hop culture? Like my rules have changed since I was younger. Before it was like hip hop is a certain hat in a hand movie. <laughs> you know, there were things that you needed to do. Like mm-hmm. that's not hip hop. This is hip hop. But as culture changes, it's like, I don't, is Joe Budden hip hop or not? Like I didn't hear him say nothing about MF doom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, like the culture I come from is so crazy. Like, in fact, uh, let me, let me actually just give a plug about this before I segue into what I want to talk about. Um, public service announcement. My man, Tracy Jones, who both of you, I think, know, um, writer. He just released, uh, he is having a poetry kind of hip-hop album um, re-release that is coming out on uh, Uncommon NASA's label, which Uncommon NASA is like a prolific figure within the New York hip hop community. Mm-hmm. He was doing a lot of the mastering work on early definitive jokes stuff, and he's just a hip hop guy. Like, you know, but it's also some very underground, um, anti popular uh hip hop music like we weren't listening to jay-z like that we weren't listening to anything mainstream that wasn't hip-hop to us back then but tracy jones has this album coming out called human cloud abandonment and this is how hip-hop it is like i actually have heard this shit on a tape or on a, a on a cdr before i knew that it was tracy that I just found out that it was Tracy, but I've known Tracy for like almost five years now. Dang. And I know that because we're both from this segment of 
what we would used to call like a real hip-hop like four element like underground anti whatever y'all are doing Mm -hmm. but yeah and let me play a little bit of it because man like i've heard this very song human cloud abandonment from him so this is coming out on the 22nd re-release uh go check out the um the band camp support tracy jones phenomenal writer we were abstract Floating in the toilet, refusing to flush. I know I coat this, configuring the tempest. Bitter this baby, a son of a bitch. Stop the pendulum, a boy comic will take. I remember I remember exactly what I was thinking when I heard it. Cough up a bloody constellation. Smudge bus start him on to the third. I was like, oh, this fool sounds like Saul Williams, but he could stack. And we used to call it stacking me like word combinations and sentence combinations that seem non sequitur, like you know, like, but I was like, yo, this fool's dope. And I never knew who it was. And it turns out it was Tracy Jones, a brother of mine who I did a podcast. You know, we were doing a podcast together. But that was like some real hip hop culture mm-hmm. shit to us. So, you know, like trying to figure out what, what exactly is the culture has always been difficult. But I find it even more difficult nowadays. Yeah. My simplest answer for me is like, if you're hip hop, just say you're hip hop. And then I agree with you. Like That's anything could be hip hop now. Just, That's what it is. And I just yeah, so. what I wanted to let me bring, prove uh, let me to bring that person. Back, yeah. Some new boots, some beats back in. Excuse me. There we go. Hey. Libra. In a way, that's kind of what I wanted to prove to that person. Your hip-hop is not my hip-hop. <laughs> One. It's, it's weird, too. There is a too. general hip-hop, but understand yeah. that just because you didn't think I was hip-hop does not mean what, like, you, bro, Yeah. I'm here to ask you on other things. We can talk about what hip-hop is and is not later, but I asked for you, like, what you thought about my dance. Hmm. I mean, that's a fucked up way to go about, like, encountering anybody. Even if you were, if it wasn't about hip-hop, it was just about, like, like fucking ice cream or something. You know what I mean? It's like, cool it's like yo, know. like, oh, can you just, can you relax, B? Like, let me just, I'm, I'm here no, for a oh, reason. you're not hip-hop. And it's, yeah, like, that's literally, weird. his whole body language is, like, kind of, like, throwing, you know how you throw out the trash, kind of? Right. Like, his whole body language is like that, too. Not that, I was like, right. nope, that's it, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got friends who, who would say, that, like, you know the authenticity of being a hip-hop head in japan is on shaky ground you know mm-hmm. like it's it appropriating a culture completely yeah. like what do what do they have to do to prove that they are actually hip-hop culture what do they have to do to pay back actual hip-hop culture in order for them to have dance classes and make money off of that so it's a difficult conversation it it's is a, it's an interesting conversation For that real. book that you're reading is going to help you out with that a little oh, bit yes. it's, it's an interesting <laughs> book i don't i don't i won't get into like the kind of philosophical implications of it but it'll help you reframe a lot of the political things that are happening now in terms yeah. of identitarian politics mm-hmm. and you know Hit me up if you ever want to build about it. Oh yes, one hundred percent. The book, the book that she's reading right now is, um, is called uh, Essentialism. Yeah, the disciplined pursuit of less. I think this is going to be about the postmodernist essentialism, mm-hmm. um, but it might be a self-help type of book too. Mostly self-help, I believe. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. I'm, I'm pushing you towards a different direction, actually. But yeah, Listen, what is essential? This, I'm, I'm ready yeah, to learn about that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, shoot. So, w- what are you doing? What are you doing now? Uh, I know you were mentioning that that you uh, have a burgeoning uh, YouTube channel that you're trying to establish. If you can <laughs> sit your ass down to edit some I videos and shit. Literally, right? I'm trying. I'm trying. You guys. I'm trying. I'm really trying. What um, do you have a name for it, or it like is, what is it? Well, it's literally what everybody's calling me, Katie Entertainer. If you just put Katie Entertainer with a three, you look that up on YouTube, you'll find me. 
because apparently now I have enough followers for people to be able to search me. Oh, you got like a web page now, like a, an like, actual like YouTube backslash Katie I don't have a YouTube black sh- backslash, backslash thing yet. yet you but have almost 4K <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> really? Wow. With three videos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And like all hey, those videos. Hey, reshare my podcast when you're oh, For real. For you know real. I mean? like, uh, if I get two, I'm happy with it. Listen, <laughs> I yeah. will definitely. Okay. I just didn't what know type what of I content wanted. are you putting on there? That's that's the thing. I have no idea because hmm. I don't have a certain type of content that I put on Instagram. One is either. you're just talking on the camera. Hello yep. again. And so dance <laughs> video, two dance video. And all of those videos weren't edited by me. The first one was huh. um, a friend of mine. His name is Alex, and he he does uh, video editing and like filming and stuff like that. And he told me, okay, so just sit down. Record yourself talking for about seven minutes, and then I'll show you how, like, I guess, like, the basics of, like, what people look out for when they mm. make their videos. Mm-hmm. And then he just cut it. And then I posted it on my Instagram before I made that channel. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see how people react to it. And it was pretty nice. And then so I made a channel. Mm. And then I was like, I don't have a video, so let me just put one on sure. there. So that's why it's hello again. And then the other two videos are, again, another friend of mine. We were, we just got together to dance and kind of make a cool video and then she edited the video hmm. for us and i was like well i need a place to put this and i have a channel that hey, i can put it apparently on. you've got it you know if you get people to start liking those uh you could probably supplement your income possibly quite a bit. possibly i've seen some I, I know some cats that have like you know ten thousand, seven thousand followers on their on their um youtube channels and it's not like they're able to pay all their bills but it might get you like a playstation 5 Oh you know dang! I, mean? I wow. Yeah, y'all, like, she's trying to get shit. a VR set too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had I had the young homies on here the other day, and they were so young that like he was like, "Yo, my mom is trying to get a PlayStation Five. She wants the VR so she could be Spider Man." I'm like, "Yo, how old is your mom?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know." And his mom is like almost my age and shit. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's my dad. Right, though. Right. Like, I asked my dad. I don't know if I asked my dad. I don't know. He might have gotten a PlayStation Five. He might, maybe, possibly. I've been trying to get one. Listen. I can't find one. I'm gonna I wait. Don't video so. games. Yeah. You don't play I video don't games? Know. Oh, man. She plays. Yeah. I play. I don't have game consoles because I know the world will never see me again if I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Impl- I'm not gonna reply. As soon to as y'all get out of here, I'm gonna kick my wife out of the living room. <laughs> I got to my homies is waiting for me. We're recording later than we usually record. Dang. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really want to get on that, but I just don't do it. It's my biggest. <laughs> I can tell you, it's my biggest time sink. I waste time on that. Like, I mean, well, it's just, fun though. Just make it again, like all these other gaming channels. <laughs> just make well, it your income. <laughs> Well, I would. I'm not good enough to like play, and I don't want to entertain people while oh, I'm playing. Uh, I, I mean, I'm trying to get my YouTube channel mm-hmm. going off too, but procrastination. Mm-hmm. Now, this uh, like uh, it, it's actually been a, a pretty decent mental health kind of balance for me playing video games. This year has mm-hmm. been fucked up for me. You know, I'm agile, persevering, and things are fine, but my health is kind of fucked up uh, for some allergy issue. I've been going to Doctor mm-hmm. Hella, but. 2020 was fucking rough. 2020 yeah. had me. <laughs> Shit. 2020 told me to sit down. 2020. <laughs> Stay home. Yeah. All day. 2020 told me to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. You know, from the begin, from about February, I gained, a, I, I gained probably like 13, 14 kilos. And it's just what? like all in my face and all in my stomach and shit. I haven't. I hate it. 
I feel I'm like sometimes you know I'm I'm not in like like self hating and shit, but sometimes just like I'll be eating like a cheeseburger, and be like fuck. But I'm still gonna eat it. Like, like fucking again. <laughs> it's like yo, I'm gonna eat two of these blueberry yeah, muffins. <laughs> wow. That was yeah. yesterday. COVID made my lifestyle completely messed up because I'm I'm sleeping at nine in the, nine in the morning and wake up at three i shouldn't say this are you working <laughs> at a hostess club like what why no, are you no. why why so i don't know for some reason at night my mind is so wake up oh well, I, I, know. I can't sleep i'm gonna text message you next time it's four o'clock in the morning i'm just laying around <laughs> Man, i know just up? thinking about stuff <laughs> that happened all the time mm. so i i think i just uh need more sunshine Word. vitamin d to Word. fix my mm-hmm. life cycle yeah you go outside yeah i i mean like or I, vitamin i've been trying to be careful with the coronavirus stuff i've gone out quite a few times but i got homies who are you know it's almost as if like the only thing stopping them from from being around more people is that more people aren't around yeah it's like they're still going to you know <laughs> to hang out all the time yeah. 10 of them in a room and and it's like that's fine like you know like the business is open do it but i also have like old people that i'm around mm-hmm. and i feel yeah. like if i get the virus and pass it that's my primary concern yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've legit got a student who's like 81 yeah nah yeah, see i can't so. and I, she I is live with mom so yeah word so like her like her arm is so frail it's like as big as the <laughs> microphone it's like, okay. i mean i mean she you know yeah. like when you get to that age and what's dope is like she's still out walking she go to the botanical garden all the time oh. you know japanese uh that old japanese people are built different you know it's a yeah. different you know they was eating natural foods and you know what i mean True. like mm. I, meanwhile i got cheeseburgers <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the biggest problem i, I mean real? that's really the thing you know in okinawa they used to have like the the longest life expectancy in okinawa okinawan people live the mm, longest yeah. in general around uh, of people all over the world but once they start getting all those a and w's mm. and all that americanness start seeping in happiness went down and life uh expectancy went down Dang. it's a product of late stage capitalism get get at me on my other podcast mm-hmm. i'll talk about all that shit <laughs> uh, i mean yeah let me just plug that yeah uh this is not information podcast me and a bunch of other people uh black folks talking about japan being black and leftist politics sometimes i get neoliberal in there but you know what i mean like listen to I, I definitely listen to that yeah <laughs> yeah we we record um every tuesday and release it at intervals but pay attention to that I'll, I'll put link in the show notes let me stop talking about myself <laughs> it's okay it's good promote yeah. self-promote be proud uh, of the yeah. things that you are accomplishing in life i can help yeah. <laughs> that's what i that's what i need we, katie and i were talking earlier about our personality types and, and like the 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 things that we do that naturally impede us from being yeah. more successful or or completing more of the things that we want to complete yeah. and and one struggle. of one of mine is just like I'm an ideas person. Mm-hmm. I'm not an execution person. Yep. I need somebody to help me execute. Yes. So you're having <laughs> trouble with your channel because you've got because a thousand <laughs> ideas and you don't want to just pin one down to put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the thing is, I didn't expect this many people to be here. Like, you know, I'll just you know grow <laughs> casually. So... Twenty three with like my what thirtieth video. Like uh, yeah, I'm growing. so jealous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like. Now so many people are expecting something. Like, damn, um. <laughs> I, 
I guess the most important thing is just to make sure that your same thoughtfulness about you not wanting to harm anybody, just make sure that you're being true to yourself. True. What's the worst that could happen? True. Well, <laughs> see, that's one another thing. Like, I feel like I just don't want to see. Res- like, am I going to just have to put no comments on for all my videos? Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. That I take criticism and I'll just be up at four o'clock and be like, "Damn, that seemed kind of mean to me." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up. Oh, that seemed kind of mean to me. And my way of responding to that. It's like if it really seems disrespectful for me, I'm I'm kind of aggressive about it. Like that's mm-hmm. a way that I can get over it. It's like I'm gonna be real. Like you're gonna hurt my feelings, so I have to get back at you with being aggressive towards you. Uh, and so yeah, I, you can't fight you. the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd like, be, be mad. Sorry, yeah. like, you look stupid. And that's, yeah. that's really me. Hey, man. <laughs> like any any like what like criticism or any like right. just. I'm the type of person, even on my Black Experience Japan thing, like, there were so many people, like, oh, she just thinks she's Japanese, or, like, stuff like that, mm. right? You know, just, in my mind, be like, you sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I do not entertain stupid. Mm. Like, I would find ways to make it hilarious. Like, when I was, mm. before I came out here, I worked at a mental health clinic for, like, two years. For some odd reason, I worked in a smoothie place, and then just boom, mental health clinic, and then just came out here. Say for what? Reason. Yo, it's a mental health smoothie shop. <laughs> no, I wish that'd be dope. What? Yo, Jamba Juice ain't got shit <laughs> on that. That's actually incredible. That would be dope, wouldn't it? I was yeah. at a, I was at a smoothie shop, and then for some reason, my mom just applied me for <laughs> a different job at a mental health clinic on base, mm. and it was like an admin job. But you know, being an admin, you have a lot of time if you learn how to do your job just Mm. like that so i just read everything that they had there like all the books that they had and then just it helped me realize like pick up on patterns and things like that like i'm not trying to diagnose people but like i'll learn i've learned patterns in in real Mm. time and through books all right cool so maybe they've been through a few things but then like i've learned how to make mean words hilarious through mm. like just reading just going through all the things that i did put me those on two like tell, tell me how you it's do this because so i don't funny. know i had a dream just two nights ago <laughs> that my friends were mean to me and i woke up <laughs> mad at them i'm for real like the dream was so vivid and it wasn't even my friends that i'm rocking with now it was my friends from a high school in hawaii and i had a dream that they was being mean to me and the next day i woke up i was angry at them and i i could smell hawaii and i was like oh i fucking hate these motherfuckers <laughs> i'm fucking so sick i hit up dohan i was like yo you bitch dohan <laughs> no, nah, that's my brother, but that's I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm that type of person. Like, I don't know. it depends on what type of criticism it is, but most of the time, it's just them. It's most of the time, it's just them being insecure, and at the same right. time, they just really don't know, so they just want to talk shit. Yeah, I mean, people I mean, get on vent, it. Vent. In, people get on the internet and just say shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, you out of boredom, you just like, yeah, what, what's wrong with your fucking nose? Like, it's like nothing is wrong with my nose. You just got something to say about it. What's wrong with your nose? Yeah something that yeah. obviously bothers you but yeah. it don't bother me so what you another thing all these people are spending their time on things that they don't like why would you waste your time on things that right. you do that's not that's really like? crazy yeah <laughs> why would you do that was that was yeah. me in high school all these people that kept talking to me like oh, oh you're not gonna be this or you're gonna be that or they were like try to like backhand comments yeah. and stuff like that I'd be like are you yeah. done good the, mo- the most you- extreme <laughs> version of that shit I don't know I don't know like uh 
what you ladies do with your free time. But if you've ever gone to like a porn site, the porn site comments are like the worst oh. version of that. It's like, why are you here to be racist? Why are you jacking off? Like, why don't you just Bro. calm down? Now Racism in the porn comments <laughs> is kind of crazy. Now I want to just to read comments. I mean, you should. It's like, you know. hilarious. I just go to read comments. It not is. like, you can talk about me all you want because that's not really going to bother yeah. me because you are spending your time on things that you don't like, which is apparently something that has to do with me. So <laughs> is, is this kind of like a, is this like a personal, um, is this something that was developed or have you always been like that? Is this something that, that because you were, you, well, I mean, uh, I, I don't want to tie like your experience to like all these things that happen in your life, the, the blackness of your mm -hmm. experience, but it is a common thing for a person who is not full Japanese, whether they're Japanese and Filipino, but when it comes to people who are black and Japanese, the features are hard to hide. Yeah. And so you experience a different Japan. Is Did you develop a thick skin because of that or? Mm, kind of, mm, sort of, but the good thing was, I think it was, my earlier years were in an education system where you were to hold your own, right? Speak up, mm. ask questions to understand, right? If you don't understand that you need to ask the question, mm. you need to hold your own. You, you are an individual was kind of the thing that we had in our education system Interesting. In, in the States, right? Like, oh, okay. In, in the, the States, States. Okay, like that's that, how that. you're more personalized. You are an individual. Yeah. Cause that's the opposite of it Japan. It is the opposite. Yeah. So I, I went through that first and then came, went into a Japanese middle school, high school. And from the get go, I was like, I'm already different. So why try fit in? Mm. Why try to fit in? I'm already different. Like I can't, I can't do nothing about it. Like, Oh, you're black. Of course I am. What else is there? <laughs> like, right? What do you want from me? <laughs> you should be like, Oh shit. I didn't realize. Like, oh damn. Damn. <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't wake up like this. What do you mean? <laughs> like even even with the teachers. So it wasn't most so much like the. <laughs> I said children. I was about to say children. They was the same age as me, but I saw them as children. Um, for some reason. But it wasn't so much them because. Me not caring about what they said, I guess was intimidating in a way. Like I don't care. Mm. Like oh your hair is really like it's curlier than all of ours. Yes, yes that is. Bet. Anything else? They couldn't fight. They couldn't go past that. Yeah. So that was, in a way, a bit intimidating, I think. And But the teachers are the ones that I kind of had an issue with because you guys are an authority figure. Get your shit together. <laughs> that that's, that's where I feel the problem is. And so, like, one person... Because when I transferred to a Japanese school, the only thing that I had was English. So you was not about to take that away from me. <laughs> like, she marked... Like, she would mark things wrong because she didn't teach that specific word so mm -hmm. like translation would be right but oh we didn't teach it so like i was like how the hell am i supposed to know what you taught and you did not <laughs> teach like what do you mean <laughs> i just got here so like i was that day that test bothered me so much i couldn't get sleep i asked my parents i mm -hmm. I, I even asked like my old school teachers like did i is this wrong like am I, <laughs> is my english wrong i feel like i've I've lived with English for so long and for me to be wrong in this really, really bothers me. Mm. And so I went to her and said, I asked so many people and I don't even know why I'm wrong. Can you explain to me? She mm. said, we didn't learn this. That okay. was her answer. That was her answer. <laughs> and she marked it wrong. I was like, excuse me, right, <laughs> the, wow. the audacity yeah. to yeah. tell me that I'm wrong when I'm not. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, Japanese. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, that sounds like, unfortunately. yeah, it sounds difficult, right? So the only way that I could 
because she is an authority figure, like you can say as much as you want, but nobody's going to listen to what you have to say. So, so you slid her tires in the parking lot. Oh, I wish I did. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish I did. Um, but the th- I said, all right, cool. I'll show up. I'm not going to show out. I asked her, there's this uh, English test that you can take in Japan, like for like level, like what English level you're at. Mm-hmm. And I asked her what level she had indiscreetly, like a couple weeks later. And she said she had level two. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to say a week after that, there's like an English test. Students could take it as well. Um, and because you are a student of that school, if you score high or get a good, like, I guess, level, then it is, the school gets credit for it too because their student mm. was smart enough to get that, mm. right? <clears throat> I just went and got the same level as her with maybe like two problems wrong. Just, you know, show up. She's the English teacher, so I have to give it to her. Mm. So I just show up and just slide on her desk. Like... What's up? You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. just leave. And then she still had stuff to say. So I was like, okay, I guess this is not good enough. So I just went and got one above her. There's there's two, I want to say there's two more above her, Junichi and Ikyu. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go for the first one because that's just too much work. And I was like, I'm not going to put too much, that much effort into this. So I just went and got one above her with about just two problems wrong. And I just... Yo, you are wild petty. I like, am mad like, petty. I am uh, mad yo. petty. <laughs> yo, that is so fire though. It's like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and study and, and fucking master a test here. It's gonna take me, you know, eight weeks to do, and then Not just even. fucking. I mean, but right? it's, it's yeah, easier. Right. It's easier than like oh, yeah. a, a snarky rec- comment to get back at them. True. You know what I mean? You actually put effort into to to poker in the fucking eye with it. To be better, like, I'm just to gonna, gonna be chest. better than you. Like. Yeah, Oh, that's dope. I'm just going to be better than you. I don't have that passion. Now you have to report it. Your student is better than you. Well, you And then after that, she'd ask me questions. Be like, is this how you, this is how you say it, right? I don't know. I don't Mm. get paid to teach. (laughs) Hey. I love that. I don't get paid to teach. (laughs) That's not my job. Ah, I like that. Keep that same energy for the rest of your life. I like that. Yes, and I am. That's wonderful. I want to, if I ever have a child, I do want to teach my child that, but I swear to God, if that child does the same thing to me, Mm. Mm-mm. Wow, that's but cool. The reasons why I would literally, I think I touched on this in my interview for Black Experience Japan, was mainly because I have a little sister that's going to go to the same school as me. Mm. She, how, how how old is she now? She is five years younger than me. She's twenty one, um, but she she's gone through so much more than I have. One, because I just didn't care about what other people said because of the community outside of school. Mm. But she didn't have the community outside of school like I did, right? And um, anything, and she would react to all the things. Like, you know, like how you said you would be sure. aggressive to it. That's how right. she would, like right oh. on the spot. Like, Whereas she you might don't be, give them any ammunition. Yeah, I they, don't give them anything. Yeah. They need you to respond way. some way mm-hmm. in order to push forward. Yep. You okay. n- they need a response. They want a reaction. That's why they do the things that they do. Mm. So it's like, you're not going to get one out of me. Done. That's where it stops. But my sister couldn't because she was more of an emotional person. I was a bit me more detached. Mm. Yeah, she must be a highly sensitive person. Yeah, she was a mm. very, she's, yeah. a, she's a sweetheart for sure. But like it would get to her and she would just react on the spot. And then that's like not only other students, but teachers as well would not treat her right. And I was mm. uh, seeing that. I was like, this can't happen when she goes to my middle school. This can't happen when she goes to my high school. So whatever issue it is, like I'm gonna create a lot of rules, will start and end with me. Mm. And beyond my sister, they won't have to deal with that. Not even just for my sister. Like whoever else is coming after me won't have to deal with your bullshit because we are gonna stop it today. 
and we're going to stop it in a way where you will understand so if it's embarrassment that you need to go through to understand that then let it be like i will be that embarrassment for you <laughs> like boom for you to understand that this is not okay because you think you're so high and superior because what mm. you're older than me mm, i don't think that's enough I'm glad we got this on video because <laughs> I feel like we need to see your face when you. I'm even me. I was like, did I do something wrong? Like, I'm sorry. Like, it ends now. I promise. I'll tell your sister I'm sorry. Yeah, literally. Like, like, everybody, I get it, I get it. everybody, even it's not even just my little sister. Hearing stories from my friends that live in Okinawa, that lived out here in Tokyo, their high school, middle school life was just ter was terrible. Hear the stories. Yeah, it was horrible, and it for. Like, the first thought in my head when I heard those stories is like, I'm sorry that I was not there to help you. Mm. That I was not there to be like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. The only, the thing that bothers me most is that there's not one person that can stand there and be like, no, you're fine. You're good the way you are. Just one person. Just saying that from what, like, somebody that you don't know or at least, like, someone that sees your situation can change their whole life. Mm. Yet not one person could do that. Yeah, that's why um, I have a problem with like not so much the kids. Kids are going to be kids, you know. Kids are assholes, all of them <laughs> for the most. You know what yes. I mean? Like they're, they're cruel intentionally and unintentionally. But when I see a, a teacher or an authority figure who yeah. lets it go, that's why I'm like, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Like I, I I dropped my daughter off at school a couple months back, and like one of the little boys is just like hitting me, and I'm like, yo, like don't do that like you're not supposed to hit people and then like you know I, I i say it nicely and then like he hits another kid and i'm looking at the teacher like first off you should have stopped him from hitting me exactly and, and now you're letting him hit another kid and i'm supposed to drop my daughter off with with you in charge of this it's just kind of bugged out to me i don't know why that is like a i i don't know why i hear about that same situation so much in japan like what is it about the society here that kind of allows that to happen is it like they don't want to upset the parents by saying their kids are bad or like what like, is the feature like what is going on they're like on a whole new level of mind your own business <laughs> like yeah, in Tokyo. That, was that was it like that when you were growing up as well no, no so i think older parents are so strict to their kids mm -hmm. but in my image younger Younger par younger parents are really allowed everything to yeah. their kids tend to be like yeah. that because yeah so for example in the family family restaurant and kids are running around but parents doesn't care oh my god yeah oh my god we yeah. have stories or <laughs> sometimes nenka <laughs> be quiet that person will yeah, like yeah. mad at you. No, right. you shouldn't mad at your right, kids. Right. Yeah. I see that too. Uh, uh, most of the time, I really think that if a kid is a little fucker, it's 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 <laughs> like 80, 90 percent the parents. Mm -hmm. There, there's a chance that that kid has just got you know an inherent kind of truculent, wild nature. But a lot of times, it's the parents letting them. You know, you the things that you teach your child are impacting them in the same way that the things that you don't teach your child mm -hmm. are. So mm -hmm. if you you know, like, it, it's nuts to me. I try to be very mindful of that with my daughter. Like, you know, I reframe it like, like, I'm not mad at you for this, but look at these people are going to look at you and wonder why you're acting like that and why you're doing that here. Do you see anybody else that's acting like that? Don't be so selfish. Truth. It's crazy. Yeah. But so what I'm trying to say, like, long story short is 
I'm beat up the parents before I beat up the little kid, but I'm gonna get the little kid's gonna catch the hands too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Thought, I'm like, looking out for you, Tomoyuki. <laughs> watching you. Lesson number one. Yeah. Hit and get hit. <laughs> that's why I mean that's why I told my daughter about the same little boy. Don't I was like, he surprised. keep on pulling your hair and, and hitting you. I, I don't mind if you hit him back. Yeah, don't be like, surprised. Hit him back. My mom used to spank me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh yeah. I, so, I, yeah. I try not I, I like I've I've spanked my daughter before but yeah, it's like it's story. like step number you know 10 to, to be honest with you it, and keeping it real I have no strategy for raising my daughter after <laughs> she stops caring about me counting down oh. like go brush your teeth five four yeah, and yeah. she runs once she don't give a shit about the numbers I, doing, I don't know like, what to do <laughs> I don't know what to do after yeah. that like, do no. I just have to be like, all right, agree to disagree? <laughs> like, like, what do I do? I, I got to spank, right? Honestly, the number countdown stuck with me for the longest time ever. <laughs> but like, I don't know what it is. It's no. just very like, I don't know well, what's going to happen when it goes to one. It, well, it, you know, <laughs> you, my ass out? you started off as a game right? and then you, you know, the positive reinforcement is like, you win again, you win again. And so they always want to beat that timer. Mm-hmm. But once, competitive. once, yeah, once it gets to the point where it's like, well, I really don't want to brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, I'd once rather be late. Lazy, <laughs> then you know, yeah. So, and I don't want to lie to my daughter, like it's time for you to go to sleep. Why? It's like, that's a good question, you know. What I mean, like, you don't got school tomorrow, you should be able to stay up, but it's like, no, I got other reasons for that. I can't lie to her. Like, my wife used to break out the phone, and there's like an app where you can like make a fake phone call to like an Oni, and the Oni's <laughs> like, Who is this? Like, no, you're not sleeping, I'll oh, fuck you up. And it's like, Oh, and my daughter was so scared. I'm like, Yo, that's child abuse. Like, don't do yeah, that to her anymore. Scary. I don't there's, want her. There's healthy, there's healthy yeah. ways. There's it was healthy so, that's ways. amazing. It's so funny, though. The app is like, it got the Oni's face on, and he's like angry. He's like, You're not eating your natto. I'm gonna fucking eat you. It's like, Oh, shit. I think you can find that kind of yeah. apps. Yeah, because yeah. there's a, some fake girlfriend called. Yeah, fake girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking fire, actually. Yeah, they got fake girlfriend, fake Yo. boyfriend. I think it started with fake boyfriend first. Oh, and then it went dope. to all of this yeah. other stuff. That's, that's super that's dope. That's hilarious. The thing is, you if some Oni tried to call my parents saying you ain't eating your natto, I was like, okay, first off, first off, they not eating it either. Like, right. <laughs> that would have been me. Right, right. Yeah. If you're going to come get me, you better come get them. Yeah. I, I yeah. probably would have believed it. I would have been eating natto, hella, hella natto. <laughs> I don't yeah, even like natto I'm like just, that. The type of person that I am is just I don't stand for injustice. That's that's not okay. If I think it's wrong, then convince, and you can't convince me that I'm not wrong. Then like, that's it. Yeah, like a superhero com. You got like a like a superhero complex where you gotta help people. Not say. really, because if that's some shit that you gotta deal with your own, then you gotta deal with yourself. Like mm. I nope <laughs> like that's too much work mm. but some shit rubs you the wrong way and you, yeah, can't, it's like, you bro, can't be passive about it like bro that's not cool and if you're gonna keep doing i have my dad say um like life is a game of baseball three three strikes you're out so mm-hmm. like i guess it's kind of a rule that i have for myself so if something if something bothers me and i let them know at first, they don't know. That's giving giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to get mad right off the bat. You might have not known that this was something that I don't like, right? Sure. So I'm going to let you know. And you apologize. And you're like, yeah, cool. We're cool. Second time you do it, you are aware and you have made the choice to do so. Maybe you've forgotten. It's all right. Mm. It's cool. Third time is a pattern. I watch patterns. Sure. You Action speaks louder than words. You know what speaks louder than actions? 
patterns. If I see this pattern again and again mm. and again, this is, bro, you're out. Like, right. I'm not going to go out of my way to ruin your life or any of that stuff. You're just out of mind. Right, right. I believe in that, too. I believe that you you teach people how to treat you. And if you notice patterns, you have to make it clear that that's like an unacceptable thing to you. And at a certain point, if the pattern continues, then you have to realize that this is not something you're going to deal with. And so, yeah, I'm with you. I had to learn. There was a lot I learned in 2020 about myself. Those are one <laughs> of the things that I did learn about myself. Like, yo, I like actions speak louder than words, but patterns speak louder than actions. So if there's something that is bothering you and you're just giving them the benefit of the doubt every time, then you need to just stop, let it go, drop it. They can figure it out on their own because obviously they don't want to put in the effort mm. to change. Word. Even if it is someone that you loved dearly, like sometimes it's not good for yourself. Word. So actually, <laughs> actually, let's go ahead. Let's let's uh, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and. We're going to take a break, but we'll end this segment of the podcast. And on part two, we'll start off talking about some of the things about 2020. Uh, maybe if we have New Year resolutions and things of that nature. And um, we're also going to share some music that we like and want to play. So uh, let's go ahead and give some social media um, links and things where we can find you. How about we start with you, Naomi? Uh, a couple of your endeavors and where to find you if they're looking for you. Okay. Fab Five. So, um... You can find me on Instagram, Twitter as Fab5Tokyo and Japan for Black Lives, JP number four Black Lives and Speak Easy TYO on social media. Pay attention to all those things immediately. Go follow them now. Yes. Oh, can I say one more thing? Yes. Go, go, go. I just started my YouTube channel. <laughs> I have only 80 three subscribers so please 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 follow me i'm yes, gonna do that right it. after we record yeah yeah i already follow you with my four accounts <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> thank you and for me you can find me on and for me you can find me on instagram as entertainer uh the first e is a three just spell out the rest and um on youtube i have a youtube channel that i haven't done much with i'm working on it don't worry um but that is just look up K T E A and the same thing three entertainer, and then you should be able to find me there. Anything else? Mm. Um, not yet, but possibly later on in the future. So stay tuned. Word, and we're gonna go ahead and go out to a track that was just produced by my man Ghost Pops at Tokyo Dope's uh, Tokyo Dope City Studio. Alan Koenji. I wrote a piece for uh, about his studio on motonice.com or blog something. I'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, I've been writing with Polly Rhymes. Go check that out. This is the track that Ghost Pops produced for Jimmy Usagi, who is a Japanese MC who's pretty popular and is super fire and is called uh, IDU. Yeah, yeah, uh. Lyricist can't see me, my sense, you and I give me the most you I can't hide in my sin. Where can I understand? I don't understand. 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 I
my cake, you're tired of back, get buck, motherfuck, get buck, sort of back, can't you see the bills are stuck, side is sky. Kitty, kitty, my giddy, giddy, no toko, the kitty, who is the sign, no giddy, got the E. Kimi, never came in, me, I don't know, got E. Kimi, the top is the kimi, I'm a he. Kibi, now go, kitty, kibi, kibi, the fee. Kasikina, got a tamani below, see the tree. Japlish, they go to A to Z, show key, that get a kill key, all in a kachi. Get buck, motherfuck, get buck, sort of back, can't you see the bills are stuck, side is sky, king, ka, you could have a cup, key, that's a tongue, yeah, cut it, sit a cut, I'm on, yam it, okina, put it back, I want more, don't show me, I eat my, yo, sit on me, I don't know, I'm Lyrics is scans to me, my sense, you can you and I, give me the most. Where can I understand? I don't understand what the fuck you're saying, Chosen. I don't understand, I don't understand. Ain't your average boyfriend, Chosen. I don't understand, I don't understand. Ain't your average boyfriend, Chosen. Chosen now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost pups. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, 2020. Fuck coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs>